Hey everybody, welcome Whoa. to the podcast. Welcome. Now, before we get started, Brandon has a very big announcement for us. <laughs> okay, look, I don't want to build it up too much, Dylan, okay? okay? Yeah, yeah. But look, alright. Sorry, I'm really excited. I'm sorry, okay, look. <laughs> don't, don't tell too many people. And I know that this is a podcast that goes out to everybody, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So anybody yeah. could, you know, potentially. Yeah. But I just don't want the father to, to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys... I'm pregnant. Brendan's pregnant. We did it. Yeah. We we pulled it off. Mm. Myself, you know, a talented, very talented, uh, you know, genetic uh, engineering team, um, you know, master of mutations. Mm. And, you know, just uh, really too deep. We got it. We got it done. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be uh, the, the junior dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, a seahorse male. Mm-hmm. And if you're wondering like why we're bringing it up here, like why it's relevant to the podcast, it's actually going to be, I, I I'm the father, so it's like it's going to be a Simpsons podcast, baby. Yeah, so really yeah, yeah, yeah. For all of you. See, that's the thing too is that it's 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 going to uh, immediately be born into sort of like sponsorship and yeah. you know affiliation deals with Brennan and Dylan uh, of a Simpsons podcast. Yeah. So it's it's more of it's like a. In industry baby mm-hmm. it's gonna have yellow skin and it's gonna be yeah. raised as a yeah. protege to like take over this podcast yeah when, yeah, yeah, yeah you know and until then it'll just be like a, a sort of slave to the mechanical <laughs> um aspect of you know the thing the, yeah the, the, the show <laughs> that's really exciting news yeah we can't wait we can't wait and you know let's look forward to um, but until then, guys, welcome to Dylan and Brendan have a Simpsons podcast. The podcast that myself and Brendan here do because our other dreams didn't work out. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> they're still, still going. Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll see uh, the next Simpsons podcast. All the dreams will have worked out. <laughs> Not just joking. This is the, <laughs> this so, is the new dream. Quick intro. Uh, Dylan is a hyper uh, talented, uh, huge, my gigantic yeah. Simpsons fan. Brennan is multi-faceted. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> multi-faceted. <laughs> Take that. Uh, Simpsons fan. Brennan is is more of a layman Simpsons fan. Together, we are tackling the later seasons of the Simpsons, and today we are on season thirty-two, episode seven, Three Dreams Denied." Three dreams denied, indeed. Yes. So our title scroll: uh, Wiggum shoots a turkey. Yeah. Um, Brennan's yeah, yeah. cracking open a can a there. Bruce for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Celebration of our child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a reference to uh, a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episode of... It was obviously Simpsons Thanksgiving kinda, coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Chief uh, as, the, as the dude. <laughs> our couch guy, really funny. Uh, the couch says, A lovely dinner prepared for the family uh, by candlelight. Uh, but they're all late. And uh, <laughs> as a female voice, going, yeah. yeah, going, uh, you said you'd be home by seven. Go sleep on the bed. Yeah. That's funny, we were only talking about that a few podcasts ago. Had the couch ever spoken? Oh, and I said, yeah, I'm fairly certain true. it didn't. And there you uh, go. And, and, and the writers they stole our idea. Yeah, listen to the podcast and we're like, whoa. <laughs> How have we never <laughs> thought of that? Get this to the presses. <laughs> Why wasn't it John Hamm, though? Oh, true. That yeah. was what I was listening to recently where I, I said it should be voiced by John Hamm. It just came into my head when I said it, but like, that's still funny to me. Just yeah. John Hamm's voice coming out of the couch would just be entertaining. Seems like one that would suit John Hamm. It just Hamm. makes sense for some reason. An yeah. array of, of sort of strange cameos and yeah, interesting yeah. parts. <laughs> 100%. So we open to Comic Book Guy. 
yes. fantasizing about going to Comic Palooza. Yeah, he's upset because he can't get the funds for it. Yeah, yeah, and Bart's just like getting chocolate all over. Yeah, uh, comics in the background. Mm, he's taking no notice. Uh, Agnes enters, uh, but Comic Guy doesn't allow any quarters for uh, parking meter needers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, one, one, one quick line is like, he's like, "Oh, maybe next year." He says, "But how many next years do I have left?" How old do you think Comic Guy is? Um, hmm, good question. I want to say like maybe like late thirties. Yeah, late thirties, maybe for maybe yeah, early 40s. yeah. It's like not yeah, that old. So. Like age. Yeah, like, yeah. His lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> He's obese and probably doesn't yeah. move very much. So yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lives uh, in Springfield with his just nuclear meltdowns all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Agnes enters. Um, she wants to sell Seymour's toys before he turns sixty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a comic book guy finds like a mint radioactive guy, radioactive man like action figure in the box. Yeah, and he's like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. And like in his in his head, he goes, "In my dreams." <laughs> And, and he, he runs into the back room and screams into unsold Hulk hands. I love that running gag. It always comes back to the unsold Hulk hands. <laughs> oh, yeah, and left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, specifically. That, that, that uh, box was, yeah. Who buys one, one Hulk hand? So I'm going with just a writing. Someone who only has one no hand right No one's going to fuck with me and I can still write. Someone only has one hand. That's what yeah, I guess. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful. No, I'm just yeah, imagining yeah. like a, a Shakespeare type writer now, like writing but holding a Hulk hand just in case, like yeah, someone's trying to see his ideas or something. Hulk <laughs> hand prepared to go. Worlds. Did you ever have Hulk hands? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah so did I. I'm, I'm sure every child. They were so fucking good. Oh my god, they're like sick. the funnest thing ever. It's mad to imagine how much fun I got out of just. It's <laughs> <laughs> They're so easy, like they're so so simple. But you could like you put it together and like, make like a Hulk. Yeah, Hulk yeah. Smash. You could just like fight people though, and it wouldn't matter because you were wearing You're like, big fun gloves. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny and incredible Hulk is like such a character that like you love as a kid. He like almost represents like all that rage you're holding That's in so you. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's like the Jack of Hyde thing that it's like Bruce Banner's all like, oh, I'm just a normal dude. Yeah, I'm my, but I can do it into a you know, beat people up yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's always the wish fulfillment of angry <laughs> yeah but of a young child angry children for yeah, sure yeah. <laughs> uh, so he sells yeah. the uh, the radioactive guy, man uh, action figure yeah and gets the bucks necessary to go to comic palooza mm-hmm. he has enough money to go but can't take his wife and um, he can finally wear his octo- Dr. Octopus costume for the yeah. first time since his uncle's funeral <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking occasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Dr. Like, Octopus. I like too that his his uh, Dr. Octopus like cosplay is just like a functional <laughs> like dog hawk. I know, yeah. It moves around and shit. Like I dress up as a lizard for my oh, cool. my granddad's funeral. But Yeah, like, no, of course that's you know that that's, that's a different of, story. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, for you your uncle's funeral Doctor Octopus. Yeah, yeah. But Doctor yeah. Octopus is your uncle's funeral. It's just that's too much. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> I went as Superman to, to my aunt's funeral. <laughs> Fair man, Let's imagine you just holding that stance for the whole like, thing. I'm like, I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> like, this was excusable when you were eight, not eighteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is last year, man. <laughs> that's why I'm still in the costume. Oh damn, yeah, that'll suit you though. Uh, Seymour arrives looking for looking for his uh, radioactive man toy, but Combo Guy has sold it to a fan who will never open it. Yeah, poor Skinner, man. <laughs> I know he's, he's really upset. Bit, yeah, he says that. Uh, 
Damn you, Mother. I haven't been this angry with you since you enlisted me in the Marines. Your draft number was too high. The suspense was killing me. <laughs> like that yeah. detail. Imagine just going because your mom psyched you out. <laughs> For fuck's sake, we're at war. Like, why did you do that? Happens, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah. Not even... Not even a... No, true. Yeah, well, back in the day, obviously not anymore. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lisa knows. I'd imagine there's still people pressured into going in the military. Uh, yeah, I suppose. It's not really as okay. I, I thought it was no, definitely no. like 50s and 40s and true, stuff. It was true. almost like demanded of you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Less prevalent for sure. Yeah, less, people yeah, have more independence now, I think. Yeah. yeah, and free speech and stuff. But um, yeah, uh, we got to the school. Lisa yeah. notices uh, a new boy is there. Three blue-eyed saxophone player. <laughs> yeah, and we all see in the background that Martin is trapped in the trophy drawer. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. That's so funny, yeah. <laughs> and Lisa's all like, oh, there's no way this guy could be cooler. And then he starts spinning the saxophone on yeah. his finger like a basketball and her line i wouldn't kick him out of the library oh, yeah. for ignoring my shush <laughs> so good uh, what a great kids version of like yeah yeah, yeah. we wouldn't thing. kick him out of the bed for eating potatoes yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i'm freaking out that's of my favorite expressions actually <laughs> that's one of your favorite expressions the or, or yeah wouldn't, wouldn't kick, kick him out. out of the bed for eating biscuits <laughs> i think it's so funny free <laughs> biscuits is the one i usually hear yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. eating potatoes is quite a quirk Sometimes I would just hear, like, um, I would also just hear, I wouldn't kick him out of bed, full stop. Yeah, I prefer Freeding Biscuits. Yeah. That's just sexual. Yeah. That's just I want to fuck him. <laughs> Freeding Biscuits is funny. Biscuits is pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like the crumbs are going anywhere, everywhere. Yeah, you're like, but you're, you're not like, like, oh, like oh, you're too pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, we got to the, the music class. Largo introduces uh, Blake. To the class, uh, Blake is voiced by Ben Plash. Yeah, uh, just, to, yeah. just to bring that up, uh, who most people will know from either from Pitch Perfect Hansen. or probably Dear Evan Hansen, most of all, yeah. And um, yeah, he announces as well that a competition is being taken place in which uh, Lisa and Blake will be going up against each other. Yes, for first chair in the saxophone. Yeah, yeah, and Lisa goes, um, I have to tell you I'm pretty good. And he goes, uh, even if you beat me, Lisa, I will have gotten to sit next to you. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, stop it with the blue eyes. <laughs> just so this dude the... is just like the, like, over-the-toply, like, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know. But, particularly for Lisa. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's charming, he plays saxophone, he's passionate, but not competitive, yeah, you know. Polite. Everything. That, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Mr. Largo goes into uh, a closet and eats CBD gummies to escape the class. Yeah, take me away, <laughs> CBD gummies! Yeah. Puts on, like, like uh, noise-canceling headphones, too. <laughs> While they're playing their music. <laughs> uh, we didn't cut to the comic book store again. Bart enters um, and, and t- sees a guy reading dialogue from uh, the, the Godfeather. Yeah, yeah. This is so funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make you an ostrich you can't refuse. <laughs> so uh, this guy is fitting in for combo guy, and he's a voice actor. His yeah, name yeah. is Phil, and just so much room for Dan like Castellanos to just have riff fun. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that this character is just like he's a voice actor, actor, and he's just like doing that immediately when Bart comes in. I know. That's <laughs> he's like reading the script and doing a voice, and he's like, oh. Oh hey yeah, just me, just a, a big voice actor, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy, he's like actually like successful too. I know, yeah. Why is he, why why is he, he filling in the comic book store? He's like super successful. He voices itchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in but, a few scenes forward, they're like booking like this like amazing gig, and it's like, what? Why? Why do you? 
<laughs> well, you also such a small story, town yeah. gig. <laughs> I know, yeah. Just something to do, I guess. Have some free do, time. Yeah, yeah, just so he can like show up in front of you know. Yeah. Fans. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, Bart is just like blown away to find out um, that um, he's a voice actor and that that's actually a thing. Um, and then the guy that sh- shows him is Itchy, to which Bart shows him his Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nelson just comes in and does like exactly what he yeah, does. Yeah, like, ha ha, smell you later. <laughs> comes in, like, punches it, or punches Bart and says the exact same thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he says that Todd isn't worth, isn't worth uh, meeting. Yes, yeah, which, yeah. There's obviously a reference that Nancy, voice, Nancy Cartwright voices Bart, Nelson, and Todd. Oh, of so, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Phil does his uh, Christopher Lloyd and Michael Caine. I don't think the Michael Caine thing is a reference to anything, but fun fact, um, Dan Cassetta voiced Doc Brown in a animated series about oh, the wow. future. Oh, Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's, so, that's a reference there. That. Yeah, totally. Really interesting. Uh, Dan Cassetta has just, like, creeped his way into, like, all of my favorite things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Simpsons, obviously, Simpsons, Back, to the, Back to the Future, he also voiced the genie in... Like the Aladdin TV show and a bunch of of uh, oh, like direct DVD movies. Yeah, yeah. Like you would think it's Robin Williams, wouldn't you? It's perfect. It's so good. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, there's a spot on Robin Williams. Yeah, I would, I would have so cool. sincerely believed actually it was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it is him in a few of the direct DVD sequels. It's Dan, Dan and another few, but it's definitely just Dan in the TV show. Mm-hmm. If you ever watched mm-hmm. that, yeah. I mean, it's perfect. You actually can't tell. Like It'd it is so genuinely cool perfect. Getting a part that would forced you to embody like Robin's energy so true yeah, I mean that's so cool Dan's pretty for it as well because Dan Cassetta is very experienced very good at improv it's like there, I think there's very few people who could have landed a gig the gig of voicing the genie and doing and and holding up yeah holding up yeah exactly Not doing something else mm-hmm, totally yeah like he's experienced in improv and he does a good Robin Williams like it was just perfect casting literally um but yeah, continuing. Um, <laughs> so we cut to the to the family house, and yeah. Homer is having like a Duff brand of tea. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mike puts in like the hot water and it like froths up. Like yeah, a... <laughs> it's pretty tasty. Do you think this is a, just a, a a Duff tasting tea, or do you think it's also alcoholic tea? Uh, it would make more sense if it's also alcoholic, but yeah. it's kind of funny if it's just like <laughs> tasty tea. This is just a culture little. Like... Yeah, yeah. Duff just does a bunch of different other stuff as well. Yeah, I would. I would probably uh, place my vote. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. Yeah. I, how would it be though? That's the thing. Cause it's like a herb. <laughs> See, like, yeah. Would be, <laughs> that'd be a fascinating be taste. A, anyway. A, yeah. Impressive uh, experiment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, marriage worries that Lisa uh, is trying too hard, and that Bart isn't trying hard enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Homer reminds her that they don't talk about the kids past seven. Yeah. Which it's... I felt so funny because. <laughs> He Eddie probably Bear works nine to five. Yeah, yeah. So only probably home for half five. Yeah, he's, he's worked the only talk so with the kids for an hour and a half. Talk about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, someone as stupid as Homer could come up with the system to <laughs> not talk about the kids, <laughs> mathematically invalidate. Yeah, yeah conversation yeah. about his children. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Homer calls back check in while marriage uh, starts second dinner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, really funny. Uh, Bart says. I'm hanging with a stranger. He's got so many different personalities. Oh, will you be home before dark, yes or no? What am I, a magic eight ball? Sounds great. Looks like all of us are living the dream. We get a bunch of uh, dream sequences. Just little fantasies. Yeah, yeah, really fun. At least just has like a, a dreamy, romantic uh, daydream about Blake. Uh, Homer dreams about uh, he's floating on a donut in a pint yeah, like, of dove. Beer, yeah. Yeah, and he dies at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. In his fantasy. <laughs> I guess drowning in beer isn't the the 
That's true. Well, he yeah, literally like, he, like, he keels like, over. He's just floating like <laughs> he's a I'm dead man. It's just so weird. Yeah, she's swimming. Uh, she fi- finds a whale and puts her pacifier in his blowhole. The, but the like the whale is like oh sick and just like, so like like so like on the pacifier with its blowhole. Yeah. <laughs> I like that too because we, we got no kind of like insight into what Mac is up to at all this episode. Yeah, yeah that's true. But she's living the dream. She's literally oh, she's definitely living the dream. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we cut to uh, a plane. Comic, comic book guy. Yeah, he's preparing uh, questions on the plane. Mm. And one of them says, uh, best joker, none of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like one uh, wide sage figure. Yes, uh, this dude beside him. Yeah, pops in. Uh, he mentions that he's been going there for years and informs comic book guy about someone who asked Kevin Feige a question so good that he got hired by Marvel on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's handy, isn't it? Like, Imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, so any questions so good that you get to? Do you want to work for us? Say, yeah, it's a question. Come, bro, come up here. Get on this panel. Hey, you're asking. You should be answering these questions. <laughs> uh, but yeah, combo guy like looks away, like goes in a bit of a spiel, and looks back, and the guy is gone, and he's like, oh, "Did he never exist?" And he pans over, and he's he's like leaving his seat. And he's like, well, "Of course, I'm real, and a real person should never be put between uh, you and this guy." It's, it's like, like a Groot cosplay. Yeah, like, you're just a Groot. Yeah, <laughs> like I am Groot. <laughs> the series pops up and it's like kosher meal for Steve Fishby. I'm Steve Fishbine. Yeah. This is such a weird joke. It just made me laugh. <laughs> just that he didn't commit to his, no, uh, his cosplay. Yeah, because it felt like at all costs this guy is sticking to Groot in the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a kosher meal for Steve Fishbine. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Steve Fishbine. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably really funny. Yes, we get to uh, yeah. comic book guy in Cartoon Palooza. Yeah, comic uh, comic loser. Yeah, comic loser. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, he throws his entrance ticket on the tree in <laughs> celebration, and he's like, "I should not have done that. It was stupid." <laughs> trying to get it, and uh, it's like, he, like 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 uh, uh, just, you know, <laughs> trope. Yeah, yeah, like, celebration, like, like Mary Tyler Moore throwing like her hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, on the um, escalator, he runs into Paul Rudd. Mm. He's like. Uh, Oh my god, he's Paul Rudd. And Paul, it actually is Paul Rudd in this little cameo. It's like, oh, curse my approachable every man looks. I like this cameo. It's <laughs> good, funny, yeah, really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't like feel pretty, forced. It was, yeah, yeah. It was enjoyable, yeah. It was yeah. pretty quick, but it was like, yeah, all funny. Yeah, Paul Rudd's always fun too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of willing to make fun of him. Too. Oh, he's super likable, yeah. A little dig at like, uh, he was like, oh, if you could go back in time, so would funny. you not be in dinner with uh, dinner for schmucks? Yeah. <laughs> what are you, what are you, do you ever watch funny. dinner for schmucks? I've seen dinner for schmucks, yeah. It's a high. I, I it's really great, enjoyed like. it when I watched it back in the day. Yeah, I, I can get why it's not great, but I did. I did have a lot of fun with it. That's exactly what I'd say. It's fun, but it's not great. I, I wouldn't be rushing out to watch it a second time. Yeah, like. <laughs> great, great comedic acting, but just not for the, sure. Like, yeah, really the, great performances all around. Yeah, 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 and it's like the characters are kind of maybe funnier than the actual entire movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the the, the characters are better than the plot mm. itself for sure. I just love seeing like sometimes Steve Carell can do such you know funny, really silly characters. characters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love him in those parts. Yeah, like you break an anchorman stuff like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just like Absolutely. that, they did get to have like some like really silly ones. Then when like you actually get to the dinner, I think I think it's, yeah. it's also it's like like you know like great uh, Chris O'Dowd's in that. Chris O'Dowd, yeah, I remember yeah. Chris O'Dowd, Zach Athanakis, David Walliams. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah those people. But, uh, you know, it's, it's originally based on, like, a French a film. A French film, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, I suppose is, like, meant to be pretty critically acclaimed. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that, that usually happens where yes. they do an American remake and it just doesn't hold up in comparison. Yeah. But um, that's, I think, perhaps part of... Uh, it's, it's a completely different movie, but I think, like, that, like... It's part of why people didn't like it. 
Apparently, I don't know. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think the thing usually with when that happens is the film, the you know the foreign film is also a comedy, but it has like a lot of heart to it. But then when they do an American yeah. remake, it's like just it goes for the jokes. Be, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, the only time I can think of where I've seen like the original movie and the uh, and the re- American remake is um, the Untouchables and the Upside. Oh yeah, yeah, that. yeah. I, so I, it's I, like. I, I shouldn't... The Untouchable was like Omar C um, really good French very, really comedy good yeah great film and then they did like an American remake with Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart and to be honest, I actually don't mind the upside but like definitely in comparison to the Untouchables it, it definitely pales but if you yeah. watch it as its own film it's actually okay it's yeah. actually one of the best performances from, from, from Kevin Hart Kevin I would Hart. say that yeah and Brian Cranston is really good that's in a, this, that's as a always. surprising turn for Kevin Hart He's, he's pretty you know. good in it. Like, it's not as intense as the part in The Untouchables, but there's still mm. some dramatic moments. He's, he's actually really solid in it, I have to yeah. say. Imagine getting to, like, bounce off of, like, Brian Cranston, too. I actually imagine, yeah. You know, yeah. Career, like, Kevin Hart, you know. 100%, yeah. No, they're, they're both very good in the movie, and their, their chemistry is brilliant. But, um, yeah, that's the only example I can, I can think of, anyway. Uh, but, but Paul Rudd know. gives gives uh, Jeff the slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he goes to the VIP room. For two seconds, I saw inside the VIP room. I saw John Favreau sniffing hummus to see if it was still good. Time for a celebratory pretzel. Get them outside of the event. Uh, he's trying to come up with the best question, and uh, not even Las Robins or Boba Fett in a yeah. suit are enough to distract him from preparing uh, the perfect question. I like that too. I like that that uh, there's just that little side gag of the Lost Robins, and there. yeah, really <laughs> there's funny, loads yeah. of like the different versions of Robin yeah. just all hanging out. Yeah, with really Batman to show up Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he eventually comes up, comes up with the question Are superheroes the religion of today? And if so, shouldn't comic book profits be tax free? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, not bad, not bad. They're pretty good, but I guess, like, also trying to appeal to, like, comic book sellers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Self included, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, like it's, it's intelligent. It's, it's a well it's a well written, yeah, intelligent yeah. question. And, uh, yeah, he's like, uh, I will work for Marvel and they will finally be successful. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, yeah. <laughs> and, and then a guy who looks just like uh, Professor X comes up and is like, "Hey, good question." He's like, "Thanks, thank you, Professor X." He's like, I'm it's not like... Professor X. I'm just a bald man in a wheelchair searching for his lost child. <laughs> Wheels away. In yeah. Disgust. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Right, but it's like comic palooza. This guy's just like, yeah. <laughs> "How dare you? How dare you?" It's such a funny weird guy. <laughs> yeah. Back back to the school. Uh, Blake joins hmm. Lisa for lunch. And uh, offers, Lisa offers him some really dry wasabi peas, <laughs> and uh, he eats a BLT. What was the BLT again? He, so he th- a BLT is a bacon lettuce. Pie, I know that. Yeah, what was but his? But he throws one? the the bacon away and says it's a bread lettuce. Oh pie. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wants to like uh, food, and I think he's vegetarian too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Millhouse enters. And he's oh, like, such a good tantrum. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. Stay away from my girlfriend, and she's like, "I'm not your girlfriend." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, you know we're um, focused on homework career and career day yeah. now but love finds a way <laughs> it's a get offy oh we're becoming my parents such <laughs> <laughs> a fun little millhouse moment it's again like i love how the simpsons can do a thing where um even characters that aren't like the main focus of their episode can, can come in sometimes be a really good guy. standouts of yeah, the episode just, yeah. for, just because of a really good gag yeah exactly that, that's one of my favorite that moments for sure me. i'd agree with you yeah, yeah, yeah. super super funny yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, then Lisa has, has another, like, uh, romantic dream sequence of herself and um, Blake lovingly playing yeah. saxophone together. Really pretty bit of animation here, too. Yeah, yeah, really cl- like cute. Notes, like, flying out of their saxophones mm. and flying around like flies. And then Largo, like, 
Yeah, the flies fell out. It's it's like jazz. It never ends. Oh yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Then yeah, Lago just like kills the flies with like a fly uh, buzzer. Was that? Yeah. I love, love that happens. It leases. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that. Is what she imagined that. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then uh, Blake strolls away anyway what? and takes off his blue contacts, yeah, reveals them to be red eyes. E- evil devil, blood eyes. To which I wrote, ugh. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> kind of took me out of it a little bit. No, yeah. <laughs> what, he has red He's eyes? Like, what? Like, what? what? Why? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It also doesn't come back. <laughs> no, no, like, yeah. Why was that so there? To, to show that he's uh, not as he seems. He's evil, yeah. He's got mean, bad blood eyes. <laughs> it was just like... I can't believe the other day. Maybe the animators were having fun or whatever, but I feel like it would have been just as clear if he walked away and made like an evil face and evil music played. Yeah, totally. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like removing it's like his fake his, blue. His, his blue eyes aren't as beautiful oh, as yeah. you think. They're actually fake. Yeah. Forgot to mention as well. He has blue eyes. I think the person has ever happened yeah. is like the, the little black dots that The Simpsons has. He instead has blue dots. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then red dots. I, I guess <laughs> that was kind of funny. If you think about it, though, it's like I mean, you know, it's it's. If you weren't evil, if you had blood red eyes, <laughs> just all the That's time, true. you might just feel like you stick out a bit. Like, <laughs> I want to I have a contact lens over this. That's a more interesting boy. inside I'm a, this character. Yeah, yeah. I'm not an evil uh, dude. <laughs> I just I just want to blend in and people think I'm evil because I got these demon eyes. Mm, but then wound up being evil. Ah, <laughs> I'm saying ah, like Blake did, like ah, yeah, true. <laughs> he can't. He fits the mold, unfortunately. There you go. Yeah, and comic guy uh, con- con- contends a convention yes. on the importance of uh, the importance of sticking to canon. Yes, but real quick, uh, uh, just outside the like convention, there's like a blimp, mm. and it says, "Watch a, du- a Duffman Christmas on Hallmark." I didn't see that. <laughs> That's great. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to see those, like as an episode. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Hallmark movie, but with Duffman. Duffman being like a really bad actor what in it. Yeah, That'd be know, great. Would he be? Would he be still Duffman, or would he be trying? Like, I think uh, he should be Duffman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to teach you the spirit of Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Duffman, oh yeah. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Everyone's giving each other Duff over like like. <laughs> you got me, Duff. How did you know? How did you know? <laughs> How do you know I lied? Duff but <laughs> Duff lies. Uh, join us for a Duffman Christmas. That'd be amazing. I would relish in that. <laughs> poor, Maybe. poor Hank Azaria though. He's always said that's like yeah, the hardest part of the voice. Energetic. Yeah, imagine him doing a full special as Duffman. <laughs> what if like Duffman's losing his voice in the Christmas special? See, there's an interesting that's bit like of heart for it. Yeah, that'd yeah, be fascinating. Yeah. You gotta get it back. You gotta mm. get because by learning the spirit. Of Maybe his regular speaking voice could then be Hank Azaria's, and that could be like. The way of making it kind of easier for him. Whoa! Some ideas, guys. You know, I know you're listening. So just throw, throw, put them on the fire. Yeah, yeah, just throw a few dollars our way. Yeah, do what you want with it. No, (laughs) another psychic I liked in the comic palooza was uh, yeah, there was a booth that just said. Keep George or or Martin writing. <laughs> He's just in there writing. The words That's today it. too. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, the host requests a yell loud enough to hear it. Asgard. Yes. Yeah. And then these two nerds are like fighting over like the logistics of like space. Yeah, and Asgard and stuff, and uh, they get taken away by security, and then another security takes away the security. Yeah, and the nerds are so confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nerd security. <laughs> so good. Uh, comic book guy. Um, <laughs> this says out loud that he's been blocked by all of the panelists on Twitter. He's yeah. very proud of that fact. Yeah. <laughs> That's how high up they are. He's been, I think it's like his like thing. Yeah. Wow. So then we cut to like a, a series of questions being asked. And one guy is like... Uh, I, I'd like to ask, how would someone like me get someone like you to, to look at my work? I'll look at your work. Uh, actually, uh, I... I don't, I don't have any work, per se. Next. <laughs> Every writer ever. Coming up and like them actually being like, yeah, no. I'd love to see it. Like, oh, I don't have oh, anything. I don't have anything. Like, do. You have a look at it. <laughs> well, see, what would I do to get you to look at it? <laughs> yeah. like, this apparently. <laughs> I'm rewatching uh, Master of None at the moment, and <laughs> Zizan Zara's character had this great line. He's like doing a movie with, he's doing an action movie with this guy who's like really trained in Shakespeare, but he wants to like make his own film and he, he wants the Season Zary's character to help him. He's like, are, are you a screenwriter? And Season Zary's like, I thought about writing one, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely the you know so many people like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like, you thought about writing, so therefore you are yeah, a writer. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I'm not acting. Yeah, give it a go. Give, a give it a go. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, I'm not acting at all. I need to write something, though. <laughs> I guess so. Don't yeah, I've got to write a coupeur for myself. I've got to write a big old three act, five act Shakespeare play. Five act sh- new Shakespeare. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, man. But yeah, another guy goes, Isn't it true that Superman represented the creator's desire to defeat the Nazi menace? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, does that come from. Is there any truth to that? Well, I would believe it because it's late 30s yeah and it's like i guess all superheroes probably in that time true true yeah we're like a representation of yeah yeah i guess what like i feel like patriotism all like like, superheroes are just like wish fulfillment of like whatever era they're made in you know what i mean that's why so many of them are like totally normal or like nerdy or you know yeah yeah unaccomplished uh, yeah we want to see ourselves in them yeah yeah Mm. yeah that makes sense yeah where superman was like i mean i'm pretty sure it was 38 39 which was just when the Nazis had come into yeah. form, so yeah, that makes sense. Why well, I I feel like also like kind of like in that time, um, the superheroes would have like been, I I don't know, doing like war stuff sometimes, you know. I, I don't. Oh, there was there was definitely propaganda yeah, comics yeah, and stuff like kinda, that. For yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I remember that was a thing actually when I was reading, uh, kind of like a uh, segue, but like mm-hmm. the the old like beanos and dandies. Yeah, were there propaganda ones? It was really funny. There was like um, or really interesting. There was like somewhere it would feature one of the characters in like uh, the Beano like you know messing with Hitler or something mm. like doing some like silly like like I remember there was that this... sounds fascinating yeah yeah there was like <laughs> this big ostrich character called Ollie yeah that like would drop this bomb on Hitler pretending it was like a, a egg for his breakfast okay but it was like during that period you know what I mean like, yeah like, I'm really shows. fascinated by um, like World War 2 propaganda cartoons yes I think yeah, I've yeah. seen I think I've seen all of the Looney Tunes ones they're very interesting yeah there's one where Daffy Duck is just like teasing Hitler for a whole thing <laughs> and one thing I love about it is that they, they made Hitler like really crude in it and totally 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 like it makes sense but also like not at all in the style of Looney Tunes whatsoever like, yeah they, they don't want to associate him with Looney Tunes at all obviously but, but it makes sense that's but, the yeah. thing that I feel like too it's like par- or uh, sorry um propaganda is 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 that like you notice that there's something compromised about it you know what i mean the opinion oh yeah no 100 yeah it's biased yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like even when i was like young like reading those like you know comics back then i like realized i'd be like 
oh, there's something different about the joke here. It's not, like, mm-hmm. as clever because it's so definite. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, that Daffy Duck one, to be fair, is... I actually really like that one. But there are, like, yeah. other Legion's propaganda ones that are, like... That that was really smart. Yeah, there's the, the other ones where it's like just Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd like singing about Uncle Sam together and stuff, <laughs> yeah. and like just getting along. I was like, well, this is a bit <laughs> out of character. Do you ever see that theory that Tom and Jerry are Nazis? What? No. <laughs> um, that, what's that? It's the really big cartoons of like that era was Disney cartoons, yeah. Looney Tunes, and Tom and Jerry. Like they were like cartoons that were shown before the movies and cinemas, which I wish that was still a thing today. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> And Disney and Looney Tunes did a bunch of, like, World War Two, like, uh, patriotism cartoons. Tom and Jerry didn't do any. And uh, it <laughs> was, like, like, a belief that, like, they supported the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to believe th- the truth in that they just probably want to stay in their own universe. no place in No, the they can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> they probably want to stay in their own universe and be an escape from what was going on. Tom gets enlisted. <laughs> Yeah, what would they do? <laughs> what scenario would they, be, would they be put into in which it would be natural for them to then be chasing after like, each oh, other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just getting destroyed around them, but they're just chasing one another. Yeah, they're just distracted by trying to get the last cheese. Oh, so here's a thing, too, though. I guess one of the things about them is that if... But it's different because, like, Elmer Fudd and, and, and like, they're, like, kind of, like, together. But because they're opposed, you might feel as though you'd have to put them on opposite sides of one another. That's a good point, yeah. Surely one of them would That's have to And you wouldn't want either of them to yeah. be a Nazi because it's like, how can you support those characters? Who do you think is m- more likely to be a Nazi, Tom or Jerry? Tom. You think so? Tom makes more sense. Yeah, he's, he's a bit more of a villain, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the picture yeah, is more true. of a villain anyway. You know, I, I prefer Tom, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think so. I remember always desiring when I was younger. I, like, I actually would have said Jerry. To be a Nazi? Yeah, fair I don't enough. Know why, man. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Interesting. Because Tom is like tall. Nazis, German people are usually tall, you know. That's yeah, why, yeah, why yeah. it makes sense in my head. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel like uh, uh, Jerry's just more of like a, an elitism about himself. Yeah, uh, you yeah, know. It's fair, it's fair. Interesting. Well, there's no. <laughs> I was going to say in the comments, there's no comments for podcast. So, yeah, just send us a, on Instagram. A yeah, or it says letter, an email, letter, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> with who you think is more of a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> the P.O. Box. That's our address. <laughs> so, uh, this dude tells, like, an amazing question. Uh, yeah, the comic Superman book. one, yeah. yeah. And Tom, then comic book guy is, like, next up at the plate. Yeah, and despite the fact that he came up with the best question ever, he can't remember it, and I he know, can't find his piece of he paper. totally chokes. Yeah, <laughs> he gets a uh, comic book guide. Himself, uh, yeah. somebody else that looks just like him just goes, worst question ever, which uh, breaks into pieces. And everyone just roasts him. Yeah. <laughs> All the panelists. And, like... <laughs> and the guy who asked the question, the Superman question, gets hired by Marvel. Yeah, on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> and Combo Guy gets offered to work for DC. We could offer you a job at DC. It's hard pass. Ugh, just when I thought this day could not get any worse. What if we have a quick... Uh, yeah, yeah, good time. Response, yeah, totally. Yeah. <clears throat> You know what I hate, Dylan? Mm-hmm. Too much mess. Yeah. It drives sure. me crazy. Mm. That's why today's podcast is brought to you by Small Kobe Simi Soy Boys, the main choice for all you choy choys. Oh <laughs> boy! Head down to Small Kobe Simi Soy Boys today, and with our promo code Slam Dam Wham Crama Lobster Dash 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 Alpha Bravo, you'll get twenty percent off your first shipment, and that's two dashes in in in. in 
and that's two dashes in the promo code, okay? And the, the third time you spell out the word dash. So once again, that's slam dam whamma cram lobster dash 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 alpha bravo for 20% off your first truckload today. Get rid of that mess. Get it gone. Small, small Kobe, Simi, Soy Boys, Emporium. Take care of that mess today. Nice. That was very impressive. But what are those combination of words? You gotta get rid of that mess. Yeah. Small Kobe, Simi, Soy Boys. <laughs> sure. You've heard... You, dude, we, you know... They sent us the promo code. You get 20% off for this shit, man. I'm finding out at the same time as the audience there, man. But I'm, I definitely agree. Yeah. They can come up here and clean our mess. Sounds good. Dude, you gotta get on that quickly because, like, that 20%, it's gonna be gone pretty soon. That's true, man. Can you clean up the mess I made that is my life? They take care of all messes, Dylan. Nice. For only 20, 20% off, Dylan. That's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sweet, so I mean, be sure to hit that up, guys. These guys sound pretty promising and not a scam at all. No, no. Slam down, wham a cram a lobster, dash, 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 alpha, bravo. Take care of that mess. That's fucking wicked. <laughs> Is so, that all they have to say? That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. <laughs> so we cook it back to the music class. Uh, Blake is. Um, Oh yeah, so he he reads Lisa that he soaked her saxophone in hot dog water. Yeah, yeah, it totally throws her under the bus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so then he ends up getting front for that competition they were doing. Yeah. Uh, even though uh, Lago says he still sounds terrible, but better than Lisa. Better than Lisa. <laughs> she was like getting freaked out over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like blowing into it without touching the saxophone. <laughs> yeah, she realizes that he was playing her and vows to get revenge whenever they have school yeah. next. I wish we'd seen Lisa take his contacts out. And be like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, why, why it doesn't you, even come back. There's no a reason. weird thing to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then Blake would be like, bro, I have eyes the color of blood. Yeah, I mean, Level to be fair. With me here. Yeah, surely you understand why I'm wearing blue contacts. <laughs> Leave me alone. See, man. if they had made a joke like that, I actually would have forgiven it. But it never comes back. So I was like, no, what no, was no, the no, fucking this, point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it almost feels like it was an afterthought. They were like, oh, yeah, he's. You know, blue eyes. Odd reveal, yeah. Or like, or like something they planned beforehand and then never really executed on it. Other mm-hmm. than showing, yeah, it was so odd. <laughs> but yeah, we can cut to an animation studio. Um, Phil has gotten the part and the fart. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and gets... in true like Simpson style, uh, Bart gets a job like almost immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's right there and then uh, because of his uh, speech being all silly and stuff, he gets a voiceover gig and a writer's job. And he did not know it was so easy to become a working actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we come back to the house. Uh, Bart reveals that the show is uh, out tomorrow. Yeah. And Marge is like, um, doesn't animation take nine months? Like, oh, no, no. <clears throat> you can make a whole show in one day. <laughs> any, any <laughs> Only one... if you want to squeeze the studio dry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. And he shows his check revealing that he's, he makes more in a minute than Homer does in a day. <laughs> and... Um, Homer goes to try and strangle him but Bart uh, tells him to keep away from the money maker <laughs> and uh, Homer's like oh anyone can fake a check from Warner Brothers animation yeah. <laughs> I like too that like Marge opens it being like oh everyone everyone say one thing that you did today yeah I lost a measuring jug <laughs> oh I booked a voiceover gig yeah <laughs> so very funny <laughs> I just love the way Homer goes Warner Brothers animation yeah, yeah. that's like Never heard of There's them. There's no way that exists. Like, yeah, Warner Bros. <laughs> have an animation studio, despite the fact that that's, like, the thing they're probably best known for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Bugs Bunny comes out of the Warner Bros. logo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was funny. So, uh, Lisa Bart- tells... Oh, okay. oh, it was right before that, yeah, Lisa tells Homer uh, she's trying to 
think of a plan to rescue herself, and Homer tells her, Plans are fine, but never underestimate the power of giving up. Because if you think about it, the, uh, spontane- uh, forget it. Classic Homer advice. And then tries to, like, follow through on his point, but just gives up halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of, um... The line from the old man, the Lisa, from season 8, where he just goes, um, You learned your lesson, Lisa. Never help anyone. <laughs> his parenting advice sometimes is just, just bang on. It's really, yeah, indicative of just, like, his mode of being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just makes sense. Yeah, so we got to, yeah, the premiere of uh, Candy Castle. Yes, yeah, parts having, like, a viewing party. <laughs> yeah, and Marge, Lisa, and Grandpa are in the overflow room. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we could have all fit in yeah. there. <laughs> Marge just being snobby with Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he's there like uh, with Homer and Milhouse and all the bullies. Mm. He, he um, tells them to take one last look at him before he becomes a star. And Milhouse plans to make millions on a t- yeah. <laughs> writing a tell-all book. <laughs> so funny. He's like, like so a great Milhouse too, moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's horrible to him. That'd be good. <laughs> 100%. The amount of stories Milhouse would have about Bart treating him horribly. So the dudes are watching the cartoon and it's all, it's yeah. all fun and dandy. Yeah, there's a but, huge cast in it and yeah. Bart gets the Anne credit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which Homer negotiated. Yeah, there's like Idris Elba and like Daniel Radcliffe and yeah. all these people like written in the in in the you know thing, but he gets a whole whole stage to himself. Yeah, he gets the ad credit, and um, is revealed that he's voiced in a, a, a princess, yes. a yeah, girl. Yeah. A nice twist because Nancy Cartwright, of course, is is playing a boy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in, in the show. Yeah, exactly. And then the bullies all start chanting, "Bar plays a girl, Bar plays a girl," <laughs> and Tom is like, and his accent is inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was maybe like it was just like more specific more critical yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good I like that so he gets like uh, praised by Lisa for, for kind of like um, mm. pursuing this and, and, and like you know doing something that's like kind of dangerous yeah yeah he's challenging of, uh, gender norms and not giving into hetero thinking yeah 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 I, I like mm-hmm. that this moment was like Lisa that was really nice yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> the way Bart goes, oh, I hate how your generation speaks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two years younger. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. But then he goes into school and, like, uh, you know, he's very proud of yes. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, just declaring himself as Princess Jules. <laughs> and the bullies go up to him and is like, do you uh, identify as him or her? Him? Get him! Yeah. <laughs> Beating They're him like, up. oh, it's fine, we can beat him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and come back to the comic book store and I was really happy that he went back to this plot line just because I really thought I for they some reason uh, fry it out yeah I for yeah. some reason thought they would end it at um the, 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 that joke of him getting hired by or getting offered to work yeah. with DC and turning yeah, yeah, it down yeah. and this being sad I was glad they came back to it and gave it a bit of a wrap up were you satisfied with this like, no no I wasn't no, but I was yeah. happy that they gave, gave it something yeah they came back to <laughs> I, it yeah I thought it was a bit cheap we'll, we'll get into that yeah uh, yeah. So, so like uh, so he's broken that he can't even um, berate Ralph for Getting ice pop all over a comic book. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Ralph was like, "I'm sorry." And uh, yeah, he's, the funny line there though. He's like, "Ralph, we can feel sorry for me, and even yeah. further, I sink." <laughs> and, then, and then he just starts roasting. He just absolutely uh, insults him. Yeah, calls him a golem with worse hair. Yeah, <laughs> and he saved. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, a, Ralph, for saving. Spider Man drawn by. John Remitter Junior Junior. Yeah, it was funny, but yeah, it was a bit like. Just going back yes. to who you are and being mean to someone got you over. But that, that was you know? the, yeah, 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 that was it too. That it's like he at the end of this just starts going like, "Oh, I'm back to normal. I've got back." You know, he gets his joy de vivre back. Like, yeah, yeah, almost uh, straight it's away. Just like, oh, okay, for sure. Know, uh, yeah, um, I did like that we get a, like one last scene from Guy at the very end because I definitely wouldn't have felt satisfied. If this was our last moment of this side story, 
But um, yeah, definitely not like a particularly fun way to like, or just I didn't particularly care for the way they wrapped it up, to be mm. honest. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I felt like uh, I felt like this whole episode was stretched pretty thin, in honesty, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get into that. We'll one get into we... that one. We of course, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like the the, the three storylines story I'm by story them all up mm. uh, as they did, just kind of like. I felt was kind of apparent, yeah. I have you know? a contra- contradicting opinion <clears throat> from you. But we'll, okay. we'll, we'll get we'll get into it. Uh, Baron looks for uh, voice acting work outside of Springfield. Yeah. Uh, uh, and gets him to turn on the show, revealing that his princess is now a queen. Yes, and she's become really violent, mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the bullies praise him. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, love, I love the line just before that's revealed, where it's just so, so, a servant is just going, um, "The pony is prepared for your hiney, madame." Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, like, "Oh come on." <laughs> And uh, yeah, so it's not a badass, it's like killing people with a unicorn. And we cut to like, Jimbo's at a bar. Yes, yeah, Dolph is in prison. <laughs> in jail, and Curry's on top of a trailer with a clothesline containing a six-pack of beer and yeah. Martin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, I love that this is where, uh, like, Bart always turns for validation. I know the bullies, these Jesus, guys, like, yeah, yeah. These people who are like, you know, like, feel like they hate him sometimes. <laughs> Like, like a lot they beat of time. him up. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, yes, they're my buddies now. It's yeah, cool. yeah, I, 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 I seek their approval. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they send like a message into a group chat they had saying, "For now, on, stay away from Barrett." <laughs> and again, like Villas with a great, great moment. Great yeah. moment. He's like, "What about me? I like the bullying. It's a form of attention." Sorry, <laughs> I know that if I pretended to like it, they would have left me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that wraps up our Bart story our second line. yeah our second side story. I didn't like that either because it's like once again a little bit just too pretty quick and but it's also it's it's not even it's it's not even that it's um that it's like wrapped up too quickly for me. It's that the the reason why it's happy for this one and the comic book I want it's like kind of negative. Like the comic book guy, it's like that he's insulting someone, and oh, that brings oh, yeah, him back. Yeah, sure. And sure, it's true to the character, I guess. So you, I, I forget that a little bit. But this one is like he's saved because the bullies are going to leave him off now. Do you know what I mean? It's just kind of ah, I, I didn't really like that. It, it, it should have been more like he doesn't need their approval anymore. He's proud that he's voicing yeah, the princess. Do you I, know what I, I mean? I get you, man. Like, like I, I sincerely feel like I don't know that they're, they're funny enough, but just like for me, it, 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 it was just like. The succession, especially now, like the succession of the episode, is like end, end, end. Yeah, like, it concludes very sharply and a little abruptly for me, more so than even you know, like yeah, like like I feel like the Simpsons like oftentimes will go for like an intentionally like funny negative. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but it just yeah, didn't... no, I feel you, and I, I, I can totally forgive when it's an intentionally funny one. But here, it just kind of felt like it was meant to be positive, but it wasn't. Do you yeah, know what I mean? getcha, yeah. It's like oh, the bullies are going to leave him off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I I I didn't like the 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 feeling that left me anyway. I yeah, yeah, I, I didn't yeah. particularly like it. This because because of the conversation you had with Lisa and stuff like that too. You thought that it might have yeah. Then it might have done something like that. Yeah, where he's like, I don't care what these bullies think of me. I'm proud of my work, and it was more yeah. just like, well, oh, that, they're going to leave me alone. Great. True. Yeah. <laughs> and they accept me. Yay. I guess there was the opportunity to go like a little bit like further more interesting with it, mm. but like uh, you know, I don't know how you would you know like w- 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 specifically like that storyline like progress there yeah i'm not saying i'm just i'm just saying it, it, it left me with a, I, yeah, no, I, totally. I, it left me with a bad thing in my in my tummy that the way that this plot line wrapped up that being said i found this plot line really fun yeah and even even that scene was funny i just didn't particularly like yeah just the feeling it left me with i don't know just i yeah. I, I uh I, I enjoyed all of the plot lines i kind of had like fun with them but i just like once again just felt like you know there wasn't really enough 
like t- like I almost maybe would have preferred if they'd finished comic book guy at the convention. Sure. Maybe a little bit like a little sliver I've seen later on, but it's like you know it it, it just the it would have been benefited maybe like two major storylines, one small one. Or, or yeah, no, I feel. Like, I mean, that, that that's definitely why like they're all wrapped up really quickly. That there was three stories going on here, and all of them actually have like just as much to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly. It, it's like a three way split, pretty much. Yeah, none, none, none feels like the main story. They're all pretty equal in yeah. screen time, and everything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, our, our final plot line then is uh, uh Lisa starts exactly, busking for yeah. free at Springfield Mall, but um. Uh, the free space uh, is reserved by the Springfield Nutcracker Ensemble. and um, ballerinas. Yeah. She ends up bursting out shooting so good as she saves them all from yeah. closing down. Yeah, yeah. And everybody loves it and they're all dancing. Yeah, they're, all having a, they're all having a boogie. <laughs> like, there's like this angry security guard who like turns the sign over to say that the mall is safe. Mm-hmm. And he starts dancing and everything, but it's like he's got the same <laughs> grim, like security guard facial expression on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really funny. And uh, she's rewarded a free pretzel, the best gift of all. Yeah, yeah, the highest accolade. Yeah, she has. we got the many years later. Uh, she still has the trophy, like the or the pretzel on a yeah. trophy stand, uh, though it's not the same one. Homer ate the, the original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a Homer bot comes out. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa realizes, like it's like but into scene. container. Yeah. <laughs> he tries to eat it again. Yeah, no. <laughs> but Lisa realizes she's like addicted to playing for free. Which yeah. is the least uh dangerous addiction a musician can have. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I liked her ending the best. hundred percent, yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. I, I actually like this ending. Yeah. This felt more like you know, she was getting competitive and she's fallen in love with Blake, first of all, but she was getting competitive about the yeah. competition and stuff like that and then fell back in love with her music through just doing it on her own and finding the, the joy of that. Totally. That totally. felt a lot more like, it's not on the nose or anything, but it's like, it's still a it's nice like message. Uplifting it's uplifting. It's like uplifting. Not too much Totally. Tease. That's what I mean. I found that uplifting and I liked that, yeah. whereas the combo guy and Bart ones were just a bit more kind of I would have liked just negative, yeah. they came back to Ben Platt a bit though too like, no I, like, I, I, I think he's pretty completely wasted yeah for such a talented yeah such a talented individual here's the thing I find I, 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 I had this mentioned in my wrap up I'll just mention now as we're talking about it I found the least uh, plot line the most satisfying conclusion but it was my yeah. least favorite of the, of the three overall yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with the comic guy and Bat one are definitely more fun and, and more unique. I feel like I would think I I, I uh, would put the other two just like thinking about like you know the, the concepts of these three stories mm-hmm. above, but I I would probably put uh, I would put the I would put the the Lisa storyline above the, the Bart one. Really? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. The concepts of the other two I would find more interesting than the Lisa one. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah. that's the thing for me is that they're they're more unique firstly we, we never had a, a comic book guy plotline before that didn't contain one of the family members family. with him so that was cool yeah. just to see comic book guy on his own yeah I just, I, I, I'm fascinated by the the craft of voice acting and stuff like that so that definitely kept me inter- entertained and invested in Bart's, Bart's storyline definitely and just like the little references and stuff were fun too mm. Mm. Uh, whereas we've seen Lisa fall in love with someone a million times yeah totally, <laughs> you know what I mean totally. who's been a guest star do you know we've seen this a lot so yeah that kind of made me go ugh and then definitely since Ben, ben Platt doesn't get very utilised yeah. incredibly underutilised yeah that was just kind of yeah particularly underwhelmed and it just didn't care for Blake as a yeah. character yeah, I guess he was kind of, he's a little bit of nothing, you know. Yeah, it's completely nothing, yeah. As you just, said, like, even when it's revealed, like, that he's, 
a, a villain, like, so yeah, to say, with the red eyes and stuff. They don't do anything with that. They don't do anything really. with it. No, we just see people. They were like, yeah, he's dipped her saxophone in hot dog water, and that's it. Cause, <laughs> yeah, saxophone motivation. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but um, yeah. So, then our, our final tag, then hmm. yeah, a comic oh, yes. guy is preparing uh, more questions. Uh, one is that uh, if you go back in time and uh, not make one Hulk movie, which would it be and why? Yeah, <laughs> uh, the most powerful super, the most popular superheroes are. Uh, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. So I propose creating Super Spider-Bet. <laughs> and uh, why do people... <laughs> I love this one. Why do people who see Superman first think it's a bird? And why do they feel the need to say it out loud? Look, it's a bird. I mean, who says that? And then the only utilization, really, the only good utilization of uh, Ben Platt in the episode is over the credits, him and Yardy Smith uh, singing a rendition of anything you can do over the credits, which is so good. very, very, very yeah, good, yeah. yeah. That was funny. solid entertainment, yeah. Beautiful voice. Oh, fantastic, yeah. I feel yeah, like final wrap up. Uh, I liked every storyline in this episode, but I didn't love any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all high in like, potential and like good moments, but like felt stretched a little thin with the three storylines. Yeah, fair. Also, Ben Platt felt a little underutilized. Mm-hmm, uh, sure. Everything felt a little un- underutilized to me, you know, because mm-hmm. it was getting just a bit too thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, overall, fun episode just yeah. might have benefited from the very, very focus. fun. Uh, mm. I'll give this episode a 5.8. Jesus, okay, I'm way more forgiving than you are. Um, 5.8? I think it's the worst rating you've ever given. I think so, yeah. No. No, you, no, no, you no, gave no. Warm Free slower. Definitely, definitely lower than that. Yeah, well, this is the big, the biggest gap we've ever had. Then I gave it a seven point nine. Mm. Um, I said though all its plots were inconsistent, it made up for it for me anyway. I made up mm. for it by by um, what the hell am I that right there? By being gag heavy in a way that felt like the writers had so much fun with it, um, making had so much fun making this and um had a real algene charm to it. Um, what I mean by that it's, it's an allergy yeah, episode and yeah, yeah. it kind of has that charm of like it's not very focused on the plot but you almost forgive it obviously you don't agree with me this is my opinion you agree, you forgive it because all the guys are yeah. really consistent and good um, well I would definitely agree with uh, for other Algene episodes mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying yeah for this yeah. episode I feel, like, I feel like it had that Algene charm to it uh, though Lisa's plot intrigued me the least and uh, was a waste of Ben Platt it had the nicest conclusion and uh, yeah, that's, that's all I had to say about the episode, really. Yeah, but uh, probably the biggest gap has ever yeah. been between us. That's yeah. like three point five. Man. Yeah. There you wow. Go. <laughs> you ready to summarize this? Pretty bad wild. Boy? Yeah. It's gonna be interesting because <laughs> it's so jumbled. This episode. Well, what do we open on, comic book guy? I guess. He's in the store, feeling sad. No convention to be had. No, he's sad, he said. And Agnes Skinner comes in that hag, that bag. She's got some goodies, she's got something for our buddies. Some goodies to be had, some goodies to give. But he don't want her there. Get out of here. But she's got a radioactive man. Looks good. Looks like oh, he might get some money. That's what he wants, that's what he should do. It's a decent deal, and he starts to squeal. Where oh, his, with joy, with joy. Where his octopus costume. His dog, ah, ready to rock. He's gonna go to the con, oh man, oh mommy, where she's going to. He's 
red flea is ready to go. Now Lisa's in school. She's a boy who's so cute. Do I, cutie, move with the tootie on the saxophone? He's playing that saxophone with them blue eyes. Looking so cute, so charming too, and a smile to boot.
I saw you, this is 40. You got the moves. You You got the boots to boot. You are the food for a rise. You do the despise for a borrowed, I think, for a minute. Let's go back. I think we gotta spin it. Come on, guys, coming up with questions. Trying to think of a way to win the day. Comes up with questions about superheroes being tax free. Oh, he's got it. Got a hat. Oh, he's got to the front of the queue. Oh, There's yeah. some good questions there, but he do know. He say what he say what he wrote. And buddy forgot what he wrote. He's a sad man. It's a sad day. Won't even settle for day say. And then Bart gets a gig, doing a voice, feeling so happy. This is his choice. He thinks he's good. He thinks he should do the voice work he gave those bucks he show his family oh yeah he holds the premiere ready to show his derriere you know that's what he does so often oh yeah it's revealed he's a princess and he squeals i'm a princess princess not feeling so happy I'm not feeling so chappy. I'm not feeling so good. The bullies bully him. Bully oh, him. but Lisa says it's a win. It's a win. Challenging those in the norms. Taking on a whole new form. You got a bash. You want my hash. And you find out this princess is a badass. Tells all the kids in his class. They say, mm, they say, hey, Barrett, you're cool. I'm sorry. I feel like a fool. Oh, they think he's a top dude. He is the moon. No bullying in store for no Bob. Way. Oh, no way. No way. Or Millhouse either. Not or Millhouse, but he's kind of sad. Kind of sad about that. He's bad, he's bad. Turns out to be a villain But Lisa, he will not be chillin' Oh, she ain't healing from something so sick as that What a bad cat, what a red-eyed cat Dippin' that saxophone in dog water Her reputation, he's trying to slaughter When she goes and busts In the mall for a bit Sing some tunes having a fit Feeling so good Passion's back. She gets a pet pretzel. She is it. It's her reward for the day. She won. It's okay. It's okay, future Homer. Don't stay and eat that pretzel. You want that pretzel so bad. It's not the way. You want that pretzel so bad. But unfortunately, his dream. Beautiful. You got a sad message there, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's like a lot happened in that episode.
Yeah, we managed. I, I was, was kind of nervous about doing the song for that one, but <laughs> I remember it okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just three stories. It's so like just jumbled that episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's funny. It's like didn't kind of have to spend like more time uh, listing everything, even though some of it was so quick. You know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, here's some Simpsons news for you. Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons news. Hello, Josh, actually. A good couple of stuff has popped up since we did this last. Um, There's a very funny clip on Conan's YouTube channel that I would recommend to people where uh, Homer, uh, Conan has his last ever show. uh, Wow. speak for people who don't know that. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. No, he's doing a a variety show for HBO Max, but he's done with, like, talk shows now. Yeah. So he had his last ever... Yeah, his last ever talk show. Variety show, like, maybe sketches and stuff? Kind of. Hard to say. He just said a variety show. He doesn't even really know what it is yet, but it's not going to be a talk show. That's so um, cool. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm really excited to see what he does. But yeah, he has last ever um, talk show. Uh, just about last week, uh, Homer came into it and uh, played his HR manager, uh, <laughs> giving him his ex- exit in- interview. It's a uh, very fun watch. I'd recommend it. Um, that's what I did there, but it, it's funny. I give it a watch. But yeah, totally. <laughs> one funny bit I'll mention is Conan's like, um, I says, "What are you a HR manager? I thought you worked in a nuclear power plant." And he's like, um, oh, I've had plenty of jobs over the year, over the years. Someone made me a, a monorail conductor once. Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> and Conan's like, oh, I actually thought it was a pretty good idea. You know, pretty whimsical, pretty fun. <laughs> that's good. That's episode, Conan written episode. He wrote, he wrote the episode, the monorail episode. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> and... Um, Yes, so Mike Reese had an interview for his new podcast recently and uh, got asked several questions and his answers to my, was very interesting, so I cool. thought I'd show some of those. Um, he got asked if, if he thinks the show will ever end. His answer was, I think it's sort of um, a build like the kind of show that could run forever. Uh, the Simpsons is about the world and humanity and what we do as humans, and for us to give up on the story... On, us to give up on the show would be to say we've explored everything human beings can do and anything that can ever happen in the world uh, he compared it to SNL saying that it shows that um, cover and talk about current events have no reason to stop and he concluded even if the show did end uh, realistically five years later we would we would get picked up or rebooted or, hmm. or, or get a spin-off um, there will certainly be another movie someday uh, we have Ooh. yeah we, we, we have had a chance we, had, we hadn't had the chance to go and come back just yet um, oh yeah, oh, yeah, he, yeah. He went on to reveal that um, a, a, a big reason shows stop is because the cast gets tired of them. Uh, that, that that's not as big an issue for cartoons. Hence, why the other longest running shows in the world are Family Guy and South Park. And he was on. This is really interesting that, that wasn't known. Is he revealed that um, during the twenty fifth season that Fox was late on renewing the show that they wrote that they actually wrote an episode um, just in case they actually did get cancelled. Uh, which ended up becoming an episode that's available in the 26th season called Holidays of Future's Future Past. Yeah, I think I've seen it actually. Do you know that one? Yeah. yeah. Great, great so episode. I heard about this. There was, a potential, there was a potential finale. Yeah, yeah. Great, great episode. And like, I haven't seen it since. I must watch it again knowing with that in yeah. mind with being the last, or being written sort of like it could be the last episode. It was like a, con- really interesting. a continuation of the, fan, the like uh, future machine thing they watched like with Mr. Frank. In like seasons, eight. It, was the, it was that. I future. suppose. Well, there's other future episodes in yes, in but, between and before that. But in 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 that one in particular, it's like uh, Bart oh, he is, has is, that girlfriend. Yeah, Bart is divorced and from. Divorced. The same, same yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. From the, from the same girlfriend. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and Lisa's with Milhouse. 
Yeah, you're right. Um, but great episode. Let's watch it again just with that knowing. It, it, it makes perfect sense that that was written. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Possibly yeah. Be, it being the last episode. Yeah. Um, it's really cool seeing those. You know, like we've talked about this before. That like you know those those flash forward episodes. You know. Oh, so great! They're always so great too, because they're always fresh because they get to do get things to do with the characters. They have never been able to do. Yeah, yeah, and specifically with the characters that they haven't gotten to do those things with, obviously. You know, so always so fresh and interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he spoke about being like, we went, we went, um, here it is, this is our last episode, and it felt so perfect, it felt so right, and then we got picked up. <laughs> uh, he got asked about the golden era of the show. He said, um, they can say it, it's fine. All I can say is we work very hard in every episode. There's never been one that's gone out that people ended up hating that um, we said we should have worked harder on that. Um, and he said, that the weird thing is the length of this um, so-called golden era keeps changing. People said we stopped at season six once, and now I'm hearing people say season 14 is the last great season. So at least eight, eight more years, they said, uh, was terrible, is now the golden era. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually bang on. Yeah, I like yeah. to say that. Progressively. <laughs> it's so fucking true, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and the final piece of news is a, a Marvel team-up short is uh, going to come up on Disney Plus mm. on uh, July 7th, entitled The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. And uh, Loki, who will be voiced by Tom Hiddleston in this short, uh, is banished from Asgard once again and uh, must take on his toughest opponents yet, the Simpsons. Uh, paying homage to the MCU, Loki will be will uh, join forces with Bart. So ah, that'll be interesting. Very good. Yeah, two yeah. pranksters, two, two tricksters. Two pranksters, two jokey jokey boys. Tricky but yeah, boys. loads of Simpsons news there. It makes up for my lack of Simpsons news I've had in a while. So there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, man. A lot of great stuff. Uh, you want some fake Simpsons news? Throw it at me. big concert in Springfield this summer to celebrate the end of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, the B-Sharps nice. are getting back together. Oh, fantastic. You know, uh, the other bands that have formed over the years in the Simpsons, they're all, they're all going to be there. Yeah. You know, you know the ones, you know the dudes. The other bands, I mean, yeah, there's been plenty. Oh, so, oh wait, sorry. Fake breaking news, faking news, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Springfield Fest is cancelled because oh, of uh, a bomb threat. Oh, fuck, Fallen. okay. Yeah. Damn. So sorry, guys. That, I, I'm so sorry. I, I you know more to tell you about the uh, Springfield Fest, but it's or sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Spring Fest, but it, yeah. So I, oh wait, faking news update. Oh, I'm, I'm getting something in my monitor right now. It's back on. Fuck yeah! The bomb threat has been uh, signed to a contract and is now performing at the, <laughs> at the festival. Everybody be there. There's gonna be plenty of you know, uh, yellow body paint and, and you know. Plutonium glow sticks. That's great. That's like something you'd hear on an onion article. <laughs> Guy makes bomb threat at at a uh, concert. concert. Gets, Get, gets opportunity uh, to show his EP to uh, audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reveals it was just a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a mixtape that sounded it was just like so a bomb. Fire that <laughs> yeah. No, that I said it was the bomb. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not that it is a bomb. <laughs> it's called the bomb. <laughs> It's, it's, it's solid album. I, I I listened to it. Um, I had a question. Oh yeah. Um, since it is it is going ahead now, right? Yeah. And the B sharps are performing. Mm-hmm. I, I would just like to know that. Out of curiosity, is Apu going to be singing it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Will <Yeah. laughs> he sound the same? Uh, well, he's gonna go. He's go gonna go and find out. And find yeah, out, yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah. On that note, guys, I shall see you at Springfield Fest. I guess. Yeah. Be yeah. there or be square. Be there, be square, losers. <laughs> <laughs>